good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all? It's episode 31 of the Open Minded Podcast. Appreciate y'all for being here listening once again. I want to thank all my listeners personally, man. I really appreciate it for sure. Um, The day is December 2nd, 2018. Um, This week, I'm going to be honest, man. This is something I've never done since I've actually started the podcast. I'm going to go freelance. I'm not going to read off of the notes that that I made prep for. Uh, I'm not doing that, man. I'm just going off of what I've seen in the news and things like that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be. And I'm going to talk about it. This isn't going to be a long episode at all, but I wanted to give y'all some content for this week um, and just kind of appreciation, man. I want to thank y'all for listening constantly. Truly do, man. Um, I wanted to start my weekly rant, man, about the Dwight Howard scandal. I know I'm kind of late to the party in that regard, but I just want to talk about it because I feel like it's something that that we face as a society um, within the social media era as a whole. Uh, so basically, the gist of it is that Dwight Howard, I guess, allegedly, I want to say allegedly, man, I've learned that watching a lot of podcasts um, and shows as a whole, man, it's important to say allegedly because you don't really know what happens until the facts and proof actually come out. So I want to say allegedly, first and foremost, um, Dwight Howard allegedly was dealing with um, a gentleman um, and they were in a homosexual relationship. Um, I'm not here to judge anybody. The only thing I don't like about the situation is that once things went sour and once I guess the gentleman who, once again, I don't know his name or nothing like that. I'm just going off the story I saw um, on social media. But basically the gist of it was, I guess, once Dwight Howard and this other, other gentleman uh, was dealing with each other um, and then I guess things went sour. The gentleman that Dwight Howard was dealing with went, went out and outed him on social media about the relationship. My issue with that is this. If you guys were, were dealing with each other, apparently he didn't want you to, to be known and things of that nature. And you guys had that agreement. Now that you guys aren't cool no more and that you see him dealing with other people and basically essentially he cheated on you. Now you want to out him and say, oh, he's gay and things like that. That's corny to me. The reason why I think that's corny is because you can't use your relationship and, and your sexual orientation as a weapon. You know what I mean? That's corny, regardless of what it is, whether you're gay, straight, whatever it is. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that 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 individual used Dwight Howard being gay as a weapon. And now people look at him a different way and it's kind of tarnished his image as a whole. And that's weak to me. I'm not a fan of it. Once again, you know me. This is my podcast. I'm going to say how I feel. In my opinion, I I definitely think being gay is a sin. It's not right. Um, And I definitely don't encourage anybody to go that route. However, I don't judge you. You want to do whatever you want to do, do it. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm not looking at nobody a different way. I don't have no ill will feelings towards anybody that chooses that path because nobody's perfect in that regard. But to use his sexual orientation, if if this is even true, to use it as a weapon, I don't respect that. And that's corny to me. And I think that that gentleman definitely owes Dwight Howard an apology. I understand that within the story, I guess it was saying that after they broke up, I guess Dwight Howard was threatening this individual after uh, saying that if you tell people about our relationship, I'm going to get you hurt and things like that. I get that that's wrong on Dwight Howard's uh, case, if this is true. But at the end of the day, you can't use your sexual orientation as a weapon. You need to respect him and understand that he may not want to come out at that time. And you need to respect that. And even if things go sour and you guys part ways, respect him as an individual. That way, man, that you can be cool later on in life. You know what I mean? You never know what could happen. You guys are actually going to be friends. So, as a whole, I don't respect that situation at all. I wish them the best. I really pray that everything works out in their regard, and I hope that they hash out any issues they may have and they keep it moving. Um, that's just my personal opinion on on the situation. Once again, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or, or come off derogatory or mean or judgmental at all because I'm not being judgmental at all. Um, but I just feel like in that regard, it wasn't respectable um, for that individual to try to out Dwight Howard after Dave's parted ways. Um, that wasn't cool, um, and I didn't respect it once again. But like I said, prayers go out to that whole individual situation as a whole, and I really hope that things get better for them. Um, another weekly rant I wanted to speak about, man, was in football. I don't really talk about football a lot because I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but I mean, I watch it here and there. I have a favorite team. Shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. We're doing horrible this year, but it is what it is. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about a situation that had to, that has something to do with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if you've been living under a rock, uh, you may not not have heard that Kareem Hunt, who was the Kansas City Chiefs uh, starting running back, uh, he was 
released from the team um, because he I get uh, a video surfaced um, with him allegedly putting his hands on a woman. Um, I want to start off by saying once again, and, and disclaimer, these are very touchy subjects. I get it, man. But on an open-minded podcast, I'm not going to stray away from anything. That's just who I am. Um, it's in the description of, of my channel here on the uh, Anchor app and uh, on the Apple Podcast and every other platform that I have my podcast on. Shout out to uh, Pocket Cast and the Anchor app. Everybody, man, that uh, distributes my content. I truly appreciate you guys. Um, but I want to talk about the situation because I think it's very, very touchy. Once again, I want to, another disclaimer. This is very touch issue and i want to say allegedly these are stories that are circling around social media and the internet nobody truly knows the truth um but allegedly the story is i guess i guess kareem hunt who was the kansas city chiefs running back or what was uh he he was in a hotel i believe i guess he had some words with with a lady um i believe that the individual the lady was a caucasian lady uh, they had some words exchanged, and I guess uh, tempers flared, uh, heated words uh, went went back and forth. Um, and then in the video, which I did see, uh, the woman walks up to Kareem Hunt um, and proceeds to put her hands in his face and things of that nature and say some derogatory words, uh, according to the stories on, on the Internet, um, including using the N-word, um, which is extremely disrespectful on so many levels. Um, and then uh, as a result, Kareem Hunt puts his hands on her, pushes her out the way, um, and then I guess people restrain it too and things of that nature. Now, within the video also, I didn't respect how Kareem Hunt, after he pushed her like out of his face, after she did invade his face, he pushed her back and then he tried to rush her. Like, come on, man. I understand that you you feel like she disrespected you and things that she may have said. Y'all went back and forth. I get that. But don't but but don't proceed to let your anger rage and then you try to rush a woman. That's weak, bro. Like I understand that she might have said some stuff that you didn't agree with, and it was rude or not in that regard. But nothing, nothing that anybody should say should make you get rage enough to, in order to lunge at them and try to and try to physically engage in them. But especially not a woman. As a man, to be a football player, to be losing weights all the time, you're a big guy. Come on, man, that's disrespectful. I know the same situation kind of kind of sparked. Uh, it was it was a couple it was a couple years ago with Ray Rice, who was the um, Baltimore Ravens running back. And he allegedly punched his girlfriend. It was video of that too. Allegedly, I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody. But in the video I saw, it was in the elevator. He punched her and then tried to drag her out of the elevator. It was a whole big thing. And I just don't understand when these guys, man, who get all their physical issues and, and frustration out on the field weekly and daily when they practice, and you're trying to be physical with the women, man. I don't get that. I don't understand that at all, man. You got to be stronger as a as as a man and be able to restrain yourself. True strength is to restrain that strength, not to let it loose and, and to and to use it to get your way in any situation you're in. That's corny to me. I don't respect it at all. Now, with that being stated, women, this, this is how I feel. I don't think that you should be able to just lunge and talk crazy to a man, get in his face, invade his face, disrespect him, um, go at his manhood, say whatever you want, and feel like a man shouldn't be able to remove you from the situation now i think there's a huge difference in removing somebody from the situation and putting your hands on them now i feel like the, when he pushed her away initially i didn't have a problem with that to be honest i feel like she needs to understand that she just because she's a woman doesn't mean that she can do whatever she wants to a man because she knows that it's not right for a man to hit her that's true but you can't to provoke is also an issue and then I don't respect how she was provoking him, getting in his face, kind of, kind of inviting him to hit her, which is, which is, which is wrong, man. Obviously, a man should have restraint, like I said before, and not put his hands on a woman. But with that being stated, you shouldn't be able to lunge at a man, get in his face, talk crazy, and feel like everything is gonna be okay. That's why I feel like she, she has some blame in this as well. Um, but once again, man, as a man, you have to restrain yourself. You have to understand that I'm more physically innate than she is and i don't want to disrespect her so let me restrain myself and remove myself from the situation especially with with you being a public figure man you're on the team who's doing very well in the nfl right now all eyes are on you and anything you do will will cause an issue if it's in a negative connotation so you got to do better at that in that regard you got to understand your, your surroundings and understand uh your your social influence you know what i mean so he has to do better in that regard uh, so all in all, the whole situation as a whole, man, I, I, like I said, I encourage men to not get in situations like that where 
you feel like you have to physically hurt a woman at all because that's wrong. I was raised to never put my hands on a woman at all. Uh, and then also at the same time, I, I, I also encourage women to not not egg the situation on, not, 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 like I said, physically invite a man to hit you and then play the victim afterwards. I don't like either sides of it. I feel like both parties could have handled it a lot better. Um, and I really hope the best for him in the end, for sure. Once again, this is, this is, this is all allegedly based on the, the only thing we know for sure is that the video came out, but we don't know exactly what was said, what was done. So like I said, I pray for nothing but the best for both of them in, in regards. But with that being stated, man, I just don't like the way the NFL handles things. And I think that's maybe why I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, the video, like, initially, based on the timeline that I received the information, initially, the story surfaced, uh, you know, about Kareem Hunt putting his hands on the woman and things of that nature. But he wasn't released. But then, once the video surfaced, I guess the Kansas City Chiefs said that Kareem Hunt didn't tell the truth about the situation and withheld information, but I don't think that's true. What I believe is true is, and once again, this is just my opinion, what I believe is true is that the, the situation came up as far as words and things like that, and, and, the, and the story came up as a whole, and Kansas City was kind of standing by him, but as soon as the, the, the video came out and then people start talking about it, in order to save face, Kansas City did what did the safe thing and just removed the quote-unquote cancer, which is Kareem Hunt, from uh, their organization. So they released it. And I just think that that's crazy, man. You got to figure out everything before you make the ultimate uh, decision. Hold a press conference. Tell what the steps you're taking in order to to resolve and rectify the uh, situation. Don't just, oh, shoot, there's a video out there. This looks bad on us. We're going to release. That's that's weak, man. I think that that's a coward way out. And that, I think that shows as a whole, not just the NFL, but big corporations as a whole, it shows that they're not really there for their employees, man. They're there for the employees when the employees are doing for them. But as soon as there's a situation where the employee needs the big corporation to back them, um, I definitely think that big corporations shy away from that in order to save face and look good in the public. And obviously it doesn't hurt that that the individual is a black man and fits the stereotype of a thug and things of that nature, which is extremely corny in that regard. But you can't say that that, that doesn't play a part, a part because there was a situation in the NFL with Ben Roethlisberger, quote unquote, this is allegedly where they said that he, I believe, had a situation with the woman and, and some sexual things happened and things of that nature and nothing happened to him. He's still the starting quarterback for the, uh, uh, the Steelers. So obviously... I believe that race plays a huge part in this situation. Because like I said, with the Ray Rice situation, they was quick to release him. Kareem Hunt, quick to release him. But the situation happens with Ben Wappensburg and nothing happened. So I just, once again, man, it's, it's sad the way the society handles things. Uh, but as a whole, man, we just have to, to keep encouraging each other, not believing what we all see and hear on on, uh, on social media. But after we get the facts, then make your uh, conscious decision and choose a side. But before that, man understand that things happen um and nobody's perfect you know what i mean and i just encourage people to like i said read the facts read all the articles get all the visuals that you can before making a harsh decision in which i don't agree that uh, kansas city did um and i feel like every in every turn um, i think somebody's gonna pick up kareem hunt and i think he's gonna make uh kansas city pay for the decision they made so once again i can't wait to see how it happens but i'm just praying for everybody in the situation as a whole um but that's just my take on it um, so those are my two weekly rants. Um, like I said, the, the show's not going to be too long this week. Uh, but I wanted to also talk about some music. Um, the boy Trey songs dropped two mixtapes. Uh, one was called 11. The other one was called 28. I believe that those 11, 28 is his birthday. So I think that's why he dropped the two, uh, the two mixtapes um, in that regard. I mean, I got some mixed vibes about it. Um, all in all, I don't think that there are two projects that are that is heat by any means um let 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 one of my friends uh tell it trey songs is the best thing smoking on earth uh but i don't agree um a couple of the songs on the on the 28 part of the mixtape which is spark featuring jacques i think that's heat um he has uh top 10 featuring jeremiah rotation featuring uh, dave east um don't say shit uh featuring uh chris brown um body high featuring Swaley. so he has some potential um collabs on there and features that that kind of kind of spells out that it could be fire but i just think that if you listen to the content it's just not my cup of tea i wasn't feeling it like i said i think spark featuring uh jacques was heat 
Uh, he got a song called Lay Your Head on There Is Heat. Um, and he has this other song called Shooting Shots uh, featuring Toy Lanes and um, Ty Dolla Sign, Heat. So I'm not going to say that he don't got no heat on there, but all in all, man, to put, I believe it's uh, so on the on the 28th side of the mixtape, uh, he has 10 songs. Um, and then on, let me see, the 11th one, um, as a whole, he has uh, 10 songs. So all in all, it's 20 songs. I like three of them. Um, so I'm giving it, honestly, a D minus, borderline F. Uh, like I said, the three songs that I enjoy is Heat, but the other ones, man, yeah, I think I think he missed the mark. I kind of think that the Trey song era is over now. Um, I really do. Um, I think, all in all, you know what I'm saying, he 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 did make some timeless songs. Um, uh, Yo Side of the Bed, Panty Dropper, uh, We Can't Be Friends, Bottoms Up. Say ah, uh, he has some timeless hits. I give him that, and I think he'll be able to perform those and make nice money in concert and tours for a good while until he decides to retire. But all in all, that Trey songs, all that stuff, that's <laughs> that's dead, man. I think it's over for the singing and the way he sings and and the content. So it's cool, you feel me, to make you know what I'm saying love songs and stuff like that. But I kind of think we kind of have people in place to do that now. It's kind of up to date now, like my boy Jacquees. Um, so that's just my, my, my opinion on that as a whole. Um, I think social media as a whole has been kind of buzzing about this Meek Mill album championships. Um, I don't think it's a bad album by any means, but I, I, I think it's kind of overhyped. Um, I think the What's Free uh, featuring Rick Ross and Jay-Z, that, that is heat. Um, I think Respect the Game is heat. Me and my homie was listening to it on the way uh, from watching the, uh, the fight, uh, the Tyson Fury and... Uh, Deontay Wilder fight, so we was, so we was banging it. That going bad featuring Drake is he, um, but I mean you know all in all, I mean he got about twenty songs or nineteen songs in there. Dangerous is nice featuring Jeremiah, um, and, and I think PNB Rock I believe was on there. Um, so all in all, I mean he got some heat. Twenty four seven with LMA. So yeah, man, I give the album about a solid C plus B. But I'm gonna be honest, man. If, I, if I'm not a fan of you, I'm not gonna give you no crazy rating. Um, I think all in all, it, it's it's cool. It's not a bad album at all. Um, but I think that it is kind of overhyped. I think people that are that are Meek uh, stands are, are are just gaga all over it. I do like the fact that him and Drake did make up though, and now they're putting our music together. Um, I like that about it, and I'm and, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, they they've made bangers before, like uh, A Man. They made a song called A Man with them too, and uh, Jeremiah was on there. They made a song called Rico which is definitely heat as well on Meek's last album, I believe. Um, and I was on uh, Dreams Worth More Than uh, Money, uh, Meek's album. So I am glad to see them back together, man. I think Chris Brown and uh, Drizzy is, is cool now, so I want to see some tron- songs from them too. Um, but all in all, like I said, I'd probably give the album maybe maybe a C+. Um, so as far as music, that's what I've been listening to. Um, I also want to give my opinion on, the, like I said, the Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder fight really quick. So I... I can understand why they called the fight a draw. Um, I think Tyson Fury throughout the throughout 12 rounds handled uh, Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder's always lived for a knockout, and I don't think Tyson Fury allowed that with with his with his with his head jerks and movements and things like that. I kind of think that he he made uh, Wilder kind of you know play on on his heels uh, the majority of the fight. Um, I do think what saved Wilder, obviously, was those two knockdowns. Uh, but I do think Fury uh, controlled the fight, the majority of it. But I think in in the ninth round, Fury got knocked down. And then in the 12th round, he got knocked down. I was really surprised he got up after, after that 12th round knockout. Uh, because his eyes, man, was rolling in the back of his head. He was dazed. Uh, but he did get up, you know what I mean? So I definitely respect it in that regard. Uh, but all in all, I think it was a good fight. Um, I'm be honest, I do agree with 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 the draw because Fury may have won the back the boxing match, but you can't get knocked down twice um, and not knock down your um, opponent and uh, win the fight. In my opinion, so I can't wait to see them fight again. I really want to see Wilder and Joshua and Anthony Joshua fight. I kind of think that with them two uh, drawing, I think that you got to see the uh, matchup with them two again uh, before you see the uh, Wilder and uh, Joshua fight. Unfortunately, uh, but I look forward to it. But that's just my take on it as a whole. Um, as far as shows go this week, man, I've been watching a lot of Drake and Josh. I'm gonna be honest. I think that's a classic show. Uh, been been uh, been been watching that a lot. Uh, been watching Grownish for first season, man. Phenomenal show. Second season's coming out January second, I believe. That's a Wednesday, so I'm definitely tuning into that. 
Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing as far as shows why it's not nothing too sporadic or huge, just kind of being basic in that regard. Um, but, uh, that's kind of it, man. To be honest, like I said, I didn't want to make the show too long. It's going on about 20 minutes now, but I just definitely wanted to bring you guys some content. Uh, big shout out to the anchor app, man. I love what they're doing as far as the sponsorships now, man. Basically you can activate sponsorships on all of your episodes and every time your, your episodes gets played, um, and then the, the sponsor uh, get, gets played on your uh, episode. It, it, it allows those who are creating podcasts, such as myself, to make a little bit of revenue, man. So please tune in, man, to all of my podcasts, to all of my podcasts, rewatch some shows uh, because I have the, the sponsors um, activated on every episode. It's cool as well that I love um, that the Anchor app allows you to make your own ad. It's not like a pre-recorded ad that somebody else did and they just throw into your episode. Now they allow you to uh, record the ad and they allow you to put your spin on the um, initial script and just kind of let you freeball it. I, I think that's phenomenal. I love it. Um, and and hopefully, man, anybody listening to this, please, man, if you want, if you want some, if if you want to sponsor my episode, put you know what I'm saying, hit me up. Uh, let the Anchor app know that you want to sponsor me. They'll let me know. Uh, I'll put together a smooth ad, um, and then you'll hear it on all of my uh, episodes, man. So I, re- I recorded two uh, sponsors uh, today. Um, shout out to the Pocket Cast and the Anchor app. They allowed me to do it. So I definitely appreciate it. Um, so be on the look at those on all of my podcast episodes from now on. Um, I definitely appreciate them, man, for sponsoring my episode. It means a lot. Um, and I think that this is only the beginning, man. I think this is kind of encouraging me and urging me to put even more effort into my, my podcast and my channel as a whole. So big shout out to the Anchor app. Big shout out, big shout out to Pocket Cash, man. Both of them sponsoring me. I truly appreciate it. And, 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 and it's all love for sure. Um, but obviously, I want to end with the prayer as always. Lord, Heavenly Father, I appreciate you uh, for giving me this opportunity, man, to just continue to, to, to further the open-minded movement. Um, I love all of my listeners and just continue to bless them individually as well as collectively. And just continue to let your love and your presence and your will be felt in all of our lives. And help us, Lord, to get better at service for you, Lord. In your name of Jesus Christ, we pray. I appreciate y'all, man. I truly do. This is episode 31 of the Open Minded Podcast. It's all love, man. I appreciate all of my listeners. Keep rewatching and watching, man. I got those sponsors on there. Check those out as well, man. Um, and any other body, man, that wants to sponsor me, please do. Uh, I love y'all. And above all, stay open minded. Love. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all? It's episode 31 of the Open Minded Podcast. Appreciate y'all for being here and listening once again. I want to thank all my listeners personally, man. I really appreciate it for sure. Um, the day is December 2nd, 2018. Um, this week, I'm going to be honest, man. This is something I've never done since I've actually started the podcast. I'm going to go freelance. I'm not going to read off of the notes that, that, that I may prep for. Uh, I'm not doing that, man. I'm just going off of what I've seen in the news and things like that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be. And I'm going to talk about it. This isn't going to be a long episode at all, but I wanted to give y'all some content for this week. Um, and just kind of appreciation, man. I want to thank y'all for listening constantly. Truly do, man. Um, I wanted to start my weekly rant, man, about the Dwight Howard scandal. I know I'm kind of late to the party in that regard, but I just want to talk about it because I feel like it's something that that we face as a society um, within the social media era as a whole. Uh, so basically, the gist of it is that Dwight Howard, I guess, allegedly, I want to say allegedly, man, I've learned that watching a lot of podcasts um, and shows as a whole, man, it's important to say allegedly because you don't really know what happens until the facts and proof actually come out. So I want to say allegedly, first and foremost, um, Dwight Howard allegedly was dealing with um, a gentleman um, and they were in a homosexual relationship. Um, I'm not here to judge anybody. The only thing I don't like about the situation is that once things went sour and once I guess the gentleman who, once again, I don't know his name or nothing like that. I'm just going off the story I saw um, on social media. But basically the gist of it was, I guess, once Dwight Howard and this other, other gentleman uh, was dealing with each other. Um, and then I guess things went sour. The gentleman that Dwight Howard was dealing with went, went out and outed him on social media about the relationship. My issue with that is this. 
if you guys were, were dealing with each other, apparently he didn't want you to, to be known and things of that nature. And you guys had that agreement. Now that you guys aren't cool no more and that you see him dealing with other people and basically essentially he cheated on you, now you want to out him and say, oh, he's gay and things like that. That's corny to me. The reason why I think that's corny is because you can't use your relationship and, and your sexual orientation as a weapon. You know what I mean? That's corny, regardless of what it is, whether you're gay, straight, whatever it is. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that 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 individual used Dwight Howard being gay as a weapon. And now people look at him a different way and it's kind of tarnished his image as a whole. And that's weak to me. I'm not a fan of it. Once again, you know me. This is my podcast. I'm going to say how I feel. In my opinion, I, I definitely think being gay is a sin. It's not right. Um, and I definitely don't encourage anybody to go that route. However, I don't judge you. You want to do whatever you want to do, do it. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm not looking at nobody a different way. I don't have no ill will feelings towards anybody that chooses that path because nobody's perfect in that regard. But to use his sexual orientation, if if this is even true, to use it as a weapon, I don't respect that. And that's corny to me. And I think that that gentleman definitely owes Dwight Howard an apology. I understand that within the story, I guess it was saying that after they broke up, I guess... Dwight Howard was threatening this individual after uh, saying that if you tell people about our relationship, I'm going to get you hurt and things like that. I get that that's wrong on Dwight Howard's uh, case, if this is true. But at the end of the day, you can't use your sexual orientation as a weapon. You need to respect him and understand that he may not want to come out at that time. And you need to respect that. And even if things go sour and you guys part ways, respect them as an individual. That way, man, that you can be cool later on in life. You know what I mean? You never know what could happen. You guys are actually going to be friends. So, as a whole, I don't respect that situation at all. I wish them the best. I really pray that everything works out in their regard, and I hope that they hash out any issues they may have and they keep it moving. Um, that's just my personal opinion on on the situation. Once again, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or, or come off derogatory or mean or judgmental at all because I'm not being judgmental at all. Um, but I just feel like in that regard, it wasn't respectable um, for that individual to try to out Dwight Howard after Dave's parted ways. Um, that wasn't cool, um, and I didn't respect it once again. But like I said, prayers go out to that whole individual situation as a whole, and I really hope that things get better for them. Um, another weekly rant I wanted to speak about, man, was in football. I don't really talk about football a lot because I'm not a huge fan of it, um, but I mean, I watch it here and there. I have a favorite team. Shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. We're doing horrible this year, but it is what it is. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about a situation that had to, that had something to do with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if you've been living under a rock, uh, you may not not have heard that Kareem Hunt, who was the Kansas City Chiefs uh, starting running back, uh, he was released from the team um, because he I get uh, a video surfaced um, with him allegedly putting his hands on a woman. Um, I want to start off by saying once again, and, and disclaimer, these are very touchy subjects. I get it, man. But on an open-minded podcast, I'm not going to stray away from anything. That's just who I am. Um, it's in the description of, of my channel here on the uh, Anchor app and uh, on the Apple Podcast and every other platform that I have my podcast on. Shout out to uh, Pocket Cast and the Anchor app. Everybody, man, that uh, distributes my content. I truly appreciate you guys. Um, but... I want to talk about the situation because I think it's very, very touchy. Once again, I want to, another disclaimer. This is very a touchy issue. And I want to say, allegedly, these are stories that are swir- circling around social media and the internet. Nobody truly knows the truth. Um, but allegedly the story is, I guess, I guess Kareem Hunt, who was the Kansas City Chiefs running back or what was, uh, he, he was in a hotel, I believe. I guess he had some words with, with a lady. Um, I believe that the individual, the lady was a Caucasian lady. Uh, they had some words exchanged and I guess uh, tempers flared, uh, heated words uh, went went back and forth. Um, and then in the video, which I did see, uh, the woman walks up to Kareem Hunt um, and proceeds to put her hands in his face and things of that nature and say some derogatory words, uh, according to the stories on, on the internet, um, including using the N-word, um, which is extremely disrespectful on so many levels. Um, and then, uh, as a result, Kareem Hunt puts his hands on her, pushes her out the way. Um, and then I guess people restrain it too and things of that nature. Now within the video also, I didn't respect how Kareem Hunt, after he pushed her like out of his face, after she did invade his face, he pushed her back and then he tried to rush her. Like, come on, man. I understand that you 
you feel like she disrespected you, the things that she may have said, y'all going back and forth. I get that. But don't but but don't proceed to let your anger rage and then you try to rush a woman. That's weak, bro. Like, I understand that she might have said some stuff that you didn't agree with and it was rude or not in that regard, but nothing nothing that anybody should say should make you get rage enough to, in order to lunge at them and try to and try to physically engage in them. But especially not a woman. As a man to be a football player, to be looking weights all the time, you're a big guy. Come on, man, that's disrespectful. I know the same situation kind of, kind of sparked. Uh, it was, it was a couple, it was a couple years ago with Ray Rice, who was the um, Baltimore Ravens running back, and he allegedly punched his girlfriend. It was video of that too. Allegedly, I'm not, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody, but in the video I saw, it was in the elevator. He punched her and then tried to drag her out the elevator. It was a whole big thing, and I just don't understand when these guys, man, who get all their physical issues and, and frustration out on the field weekly and daily when they practice and you're trying to be physical with the women man i don't get that i don't understand that at all man you got to be stronger as a as, as a man and be able to restrain yourself true strength is to restrain that strength not to let it loose and and to and to use it to get your way in any situation you're in. that's corny to me i don't respect it at all now with that being stated women this this is how i feel I don't think that you should be able to just lunge and talk crazy to a man, get in his face, invade his face, disrespect him, um, go at his manhood, say whatever you want, and feel like a man shouldn't be able to remove you from the situation. Now, I think there's a huge difference in removing somebody from a situation and putting your hands on them. Now, I feel like when he pushed her away initially, I didn't have a problem with that, to be honest. I feel like she needs to understand that she just, just because she's a woman doesn't mean that she can do whatever she wants to a man because she knows that it's not right for a man to hit her. That's true, but you can't, to provoke is also an issue. And then I don't respect how she was provoking him, getting in his face, kind of, kind of inviting him to hit her, which is, which is, which is wrong, man. Obviously a man should have restraint, like I said before, and not put his hands on a woman. But with that being stated, you shouldn't be able to lunge at a man, get in his face, talk crazy, and feel like everything is going to be okay. That's why I feel like she she has some blame in this as well. Um, but once again, man, as a man, you have to restrain yourself. You have to understand that I'm more physically innate than she is, and I don't want to disrespect her. So let me restrain myself and remove myself from the situation, especially with, with you being a public figure, man. You're on the team who's doing very well in the NFL right now. All eyes are on you, and anything you do will will cause an issue if it's in a negative connotation. So you got to do better at that in that regard. You got to understand your, your surroundings and understand uh, your your social influence. You know what I mean? So he has to do better in that regard. Uh, so all in all, the whole situation as a whole, man, I, I like I said, I encourage men to not get in situations like that where you feel like you have to physically hurt a woman at all because that's wrong. I was raised to never put my hands on a woman at all. Uh, and then also at the same time, I, I, I also encourage women to not... Not egg the situation on. Not, not, not like I said, physically invite a man to hit you and then play the victim afterwards. I don't like either sides of it. I feel like both parties could have handled it a lot better. Um, and I really hope the best for him in the end, for sure. Once again, this is this is this is all allegedly based on the the only thing we know for sure is that the video came out, but we don't know exactly what was said, what was done. So, like I said, I pray for nothing but the best for both of them in, in regards. But with that being stated, man, I just don't like the way the NFL handles things. And I think that's maybe why I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, the video, like, initially, based on the timeline that I received the information, initially, the story surfaced, uh, you know, about Kareem Hunt putting his hands on the woman and things of that nature. But he wasn't released. But then, once the video surfaced, I guess the Kansas City Chiefs said that Kareem Hunt didn't tell the truth about the situation and withheld information, but I don't think that's true. What I believe is true is, and once again, this is just my opinion, what I believe is true is that the, the situation came up as far as words and things like that, and, and, the, and the story came up as a whole, and Kansas City was kind of standing by him, but as soon as the, the, the video came out and then people start talking about it, in order to save face, Kansas City did what did the safe thing and just remove the quote-unquote cancer, which is Kareem Hunt, from uh, their organization. So they released it. And I just think that that's crazy, man. You got to figure out everything before you make the ultimate uh, decision. Hold a press conference. Tell what the steps you're taking in order to 
to resolve and rectify the uh, situation. Don't just, oh, shoot, there's a video out there. This looks bad on us. We're going to release it. That's, that's weak, man. I think that that's a coward way out. And that, I think that shows as a whole, not just the NFL, but big corporations as a whole, it shows that they're not really there for their employees, man. They're there for the employees when the employees are doing for them. But as soon as there's a situation where the employee needs the big corporation to back them, um, I definitely think that big corporations shy away from that in order to save face and look good in the public. And obviously it doesn't hurt that that the individual is a black man and fits the stereotype of a thug and things of that nature, which is extremely corny in that regard. But you can't say that that, that doesn't play a, poor, a part because there was a situation in the NFL with Ben Roethlisberger, quote unquote, this is allegedly where they said that he, I believe, had a situation with the woman and, and some sexual things happened and things of that nature and nothing happened to him. He's still the starting quarterback for the, uh, uh, the Steelers. So obviously... I believe that race plays a huge part in this situation. Because like I said, with the Ray Rice situation, they was quick to release him. Kareem Hunt, quick to release him. But the situation happens with Ben Walkersberg and nothing happened. So I just, once again, man, it's, it's sad the way the society handles things. Uh, but as a whole, man, we just have to, to keep encouraging each other, not believing what we all see and hear on on, uh, on social media. But after we get the facts, then make your uh, conscious decision and choose a side. But before that, man understand that things happen um and nobody's perfect you know what i mean and i just encourage people to like i said read the facts read all the articles get all the visuals that you can before making a harsh decision and which i don't agree that uh, kansas city did um and i feel like every in, in every turn um, i think somebody's gonna pick up kareem hunt and i think he's gonna make uh kansas city pay for the decision they made so once again i can't wait to see how it happens but i'm just praying for everybody in the situation as a whole uh, but that's just my take on it um, so those are my two weekly rants. Um, like I said, the, the, the show's not going to be too long this week. Uh, but I wanted to also talk about some music. Um, the Boy Trey songs dropped two mixtapes. Uh, one was called 11. The other one was called 28. I believe that those 11, 28 is his birthday. So I think that's why he dropped the two, uh, the two mixtapes um, in that regard. I mean, I got some mixed vibes about it. Um, all in all, I don't think that there are two projects that are that is heat. By any means, um, let 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 one of my friends uh, tell it. Trey songs is the best thing smoking on earth, uh, but I don't agree. Um, a couple of the songs on the on the twenty eight part of the mixtape, which is Spark Fe- featuring Jacquees, I think that's heat. Um, he has uh, top ten featuring Jeremiah, rotation featuring uh, Dave East, um, don't say shit uh, featuring uh, Chris Brown, um, body high featuring Swaley. So he has some potential um, collabs on there and features that that kind of kind of spells out that it could be fire. But I just think that if you listen to the content, it's just not my cup of tea. I wasn't feeling it. Like I said, I think Spark featuring uh, Jacquees was heat. Uh, he got a song called Lay Your Head on there. It's heat. Um, and he has this other song called Shooting Shots uh, featuring Tory Lanez and um, Ty Dolla Sign. Heat. So I'm not going to say that he don't got no heat on there. But all in all, man, to put, I believe it's uh, so on the on the 28 side of the mixtape, uh, he has 10 songs. Um, and then on, let me see, the 11th one, um, as a whole, he has uh, 10 songs. So all in all, it's 20 songs. I like three of them. Um, so I'm giving it, honestly, a D minus, borderline F. Uh, like I said, the three songs that I enjoy is he, but the other ones, man, yeah, I think I think he missed the mark. I kind of think that the Trey song era is over now. Um, I really do. Um, I think all in all, you know what I'm saying, he... he he did make some timeless songs. Um, uh, Yo Side of the Bed, Panty Dropper, uh, We Can't Be Friends, Bottoms Up, Say Ah. He has some timeless hits. I give him that. And I think he'll be able to perform those and make nice money in concert and tours for a good while until he decides to retire. But all in all, that Trey songs, and all, with all that stuff, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's dead man i think it's over for the singing and the way he sings and and the content so it's cool you feel me to make you know what i'm saying love songs and stuff like that but i kind of think we kind of have people in place to do that now it's kind of up to date now like my boy jacques um so that's just my, my my opinion on that as a whole um i think social media as a whole has been kind of buzzing about this meat mill album championships um i don't think it's a bad album by any means but i i i think it's kind of overhyped um, I think the What's Free uh, featuring Rick Ross and Jay-Z, that, that is heat. 
Um, I think Respect the Game is heat. Me and my homie was listening to it on the way uh, from watching the uh, the fight, uh, the Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder fight. So we, was, so we was banging it. That going bad featuring Drake is heat. Um, but, I mean, you know, all in all, I mean, he got about 20 songs or 19 songs in there. Dangerous is nice featuring Jeremiah. Um, and, and I think PNB Rock, I believe, was on there. Um, so all in all, I mean, he got some heat. Uh, 24-7 with LMA. So, yeah, man, I give the album about a solid C plus B. But I'm going to be honest, man. If, I, if I'm not a fan of you, I'm not going to give you no crazy rating. Um, I think all in all, it, it's it's cool. It's not a bad album at all. Um, but I think that it is kind of overhyped. I think people that are that are meek uh, stands are, are, are just gaga all over it. I do like the fact that him and Drake did make up, though, and now they're putting our music together. Um, I like that about it, and I'm, and, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, they they made bangers before, like uh, Amen. They made a song called Amen with them too when uh, Jeremiah was on there. They made a song called Rico, which is definitely heat as well on Meek's last album, I believe. Um, and I was on uh, Dreams Worth More Than uh, Money, uh, Meek's album. So I am glad to see them back together, man. I think Chris Brown and uh, Drizzy is, is cool now, so I want to see some tra- songs from them too. Um, but all in all, like I said, I'd probably give the album maybe, maybe a C+. Plus. Um, so as far as music, that's what I've been listening to. Um, I also want to give my opinion on the, like I said, the Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder fight really quick. So I I can understand why they called the fight a draw. Um, I think Tyson Fury throughout the throughout twelve rounds handled uh, Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder's always looked for a knockout, and I don't think Tyson Fury allowed that with with his with his with his head jerks and movements and things like that. I kind of think that he. He made uh, Wilder kind of, you know, play on on his heels uh, the majority of the fight. Um, I do think what saved Wilder, obviously, was those two knockdowns. Uh, but I do think Fury uh, controlled the fight the majority of it. But I think in, in the ninth round, Fury got knocked down. And then in the 12th round, he got knocked down. I was really surprised he got up after, after that 12th round knockout. Uh, because his eyes, man, was rolling in the back of his head. He was dazed. Uh, but he did get up, you know what I mean? So I definitely respect it in that regard. Uh, but all in all, I think it was a good fight. Um, I'm be honest, I do agree with 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 the draw because Fury may have won the back the boxing match, but you can't get knocked down twice um, and not knock down your um, opponent and uh, win the fight. In my opinion, so I can't wait to see them fight again. I really want to see Wilder and Joshua and Anthony Joshua fight. I kind of think that with them two uh, drawing, I think that you got to see the uh, matchup with them two again uh, before you see the uh, Wilder and uh, Joshua fight. Unfortunately, uh, but I look forward to it. But that's just my take on it as a whole. Um, as far as shows go this week, man, I've been watching a lot of Drake and Josh. I'm gonna be honest. I think that's a classic show. Uh, been been uh, been been watching that a lot. Uh, been watching Grownish for first season, man. Phenomenal show. Second season's coming out January second, I believe. That's a Wednesday, so I'm definitely tuning into that. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing as far as shows to watch. Not nothing too sporadic or huge. Just kind of being basic in that regard. Um, but, uh, that's kind of it, man. To be honest, like I said, I didn't want to make the show too long. It's going on about 20 minutes now, but I just definitely wanted to bring you guys some content. Uh, big shout out to the anchor app, man. I love what they're doing as far as the sponsorships now, man. Basically you can activate sponsorships on all of your episodes and every time your, your episodes gets played, um, and then the, the sponsor, uh, get, gets played on your, uh, episode. It, it, it allows those who are creating podcasts such as myself to make a little bit of revenue, man. So please tune in, man, to all of my podcasts, all of my podcasts, rewatch some shows uh, because I have the, the sponsors um, activated on every episode. It's cool as well that I love um, that the Anchor app allows you to make your own ad. It's not like a pre-recorded ad that somebody else did and they just throw into your episode. Now they allow you to uh, record the ad and they allow you to put your spin on the um, initial script and just kind of let you free ball it. I, I think that's phenomenal. I love it. Um, and and hopefully, man, anybody listening to this, please, man, if you want, if you want some, if if you want to sponsor my episode, put you know what I'm saying, hit me up. Uh, let the Anchor app know that you want to sponsor me. They'll let me know. Uh, I'll put together a smooth ad, um, and then you'll hear it on all of my uh, episodes, man. So I re- I recorded two uh, sponsors uh, today. 
Um, shout out to the Pocket Cast and the Anchor app. They allow me to do it. So I definitely appreciate it. Um, so be on the look at those on all of my podcast episodes from now on. Um, I definitely appreciate them, man, for sponsoring my episode. It means a lot. Um, and I think that this is only the beginning, man. I think this is kind of encouraging me and urging me to put even more effort into my, my podcast and my channel as a whole. So big shout out to the Anchor app. Big shout out, big shout out to Pocket Cast, man. Both of them sponsoring me. I truly appreciate it. And, 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 and it's all love for sure. Um, but obviously, I want to end with the prayer as always. Lord Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Uh, for giving me this opportunity, man, to just continue to, to, to further the open-minded movement. Um, I love all of my listeners and just continue to bless them individually as well as collectively and just continue to let your love and your presence and your will be felt in all of our lives and help us, Lord, to get better at service for the youth, Lord. In your name of Jesus Christ, we pray. I appreciate y'all, man. I truly do. This is episode 31 of the Open Minded Podcast. It's all love, man. I appreciate all of my listeners. Keep rewatching and watching, man. I got those sponsors on there. Check those out as well, man. Um, and any other body, man, that wants to sponsor me, please do. Uh, I love y'all. And above all, stay open minded. Love. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all? It's episode 31 of the Open Minded Podcast. Appreciate y'all for being here and listening once again. I want to thank all my listeners personally, man. I really appreciate it for sure. Um, the day is December 2nd, 2018. Um, this week, I'm going to be honest, man. This is something I've never done since I've actually started the podcast. I'm going to go freelance. I'm not going to read off of the notes that, that, that I may prep for. Uh, I'm not doing that, man. I'm just going off of what I've seen in the news and things like that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be. And I'm going to talk about it. This isn't going to be a long episode at all, but I wanted to give y'all some content for this week. Um, and just kind of appreciation, man. I want to thank y'all for listening constantly. Truly do, man. Um, I wanted to start my weekly rant, man, about the Dwight Howard scandal. I know I'm kind of late to the party in that regard, but I just want to talk about it because I feel like it's something that that we face as a society um, within the social media era as a whole. Uh, so basically, the gist of it is that Dwight Howard, I guess, allegedly, I want to say allegedly, man, I've learned that watching a lot of podcasts um, and shows as a whole, man, it's important to say allegedly because you don't really know what happens until the facts and proof actually come out. So I want to say allegedly, first and foremost, um, Dwight Howard allegedly was dealing with um, a gentleman um, and they were in a homosexual relationship. Um, I'm not here to judge anybody. The only thing I don't like about the situation is that once things went sour and once I guess the gentleman who, once again, I don't know his name or nothing like that. I'm just going off of the story I saw um, on social media. But basically the gist of it was, I guess, once Dwight Howard and this other, other gentleman uh, was dealing with each other, um, and then I guess things went sour. The gentleman that Dwight Howard was dealing with went went out and outed him on social media about the relationship. My issue with that is this: if you guys were were dealing with each other, apparently he didn't want you to to be known and things of that nature. And you guys had that agreement. Now that you guys aren't cool no more, and that you see him dealing with other people, and basically essentially he cheated on you, now you want to out him and say, "Oh, he's gay" and things like that. That's corny to me. The reason why I think that's corny is because you can't use your relationship and, and your sexual orientation as a weapon. You know what I mean? That's corny, regardless of what it is, whether you're gay, straight, whatever it is. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that that that, that individual used Dwight Howard being gay as a weapon. And now people look at him a different way and it's kind of tarnished his image as a whole. And that's weak to me. I'm not a fan of it. Once again, you know me, this is my podcast. I'm gonna say how I feel. In my opinion, I, I definitely think being gay is a sin. It's not right. Um, and I definitely don't encourage anybody to go that route. However, I don't judge you. You want to do whatever you want to do, do it. I'm not hating on nobody. I'm not looking at nobody a different way. I don't have no ill will feelings towards anybody that chooses that path because nobody's perfect in that regard. But to use his sexual orientation, if if this is even true, to use it as a weapon, I don't respect that. And that's corny to me. And I think that that gentleman definitely owes Dwight Howard an apology. I understand that within the story, I guess it was saying that after they broke up, I guess Dwight Howard was threatening this individual after uh, saying that if you tell people about our relationship, I'm going to get you hurt and things like that. I get that that's wrong on Dwight Howard's uh, case, if this is true. 
But at the end of the day, you can't use your sexual orientation as a weapon. You need to respect him and understand that he may not want to come out at that time. And you need to respect that. And even if things go sour and you guys part ways, respect him as an individual. That way, man, that you can be cool later on in life. You know what I mean? You never know what could happen. You guys are actually going to be friends. So as a whole, I don't respect that situation at all. I wish them the best. I really pray that everything works out in their regard. And I hope that they hash out any issues they may have and they keep it moving. Um, that's just my personal opinion on the, on the situation. Once again, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or, or come off derogatory or mean or judgmental at all because I'm not being judgmental at all. Um, but I just feel like in that regard, it wasn't respectable um, for that individual to try to out Dwight Howard after Dave's part of ways. Um, that wasn't cool. Um, and I didn't respect it once again. But like I said, prayers go out to that whole individual situation as a whole. And I really hope that things get better for them. Um, another weekly rant I wanted to speak about, man, was in football. I don't really talk about football a lot because I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but I mean, I watch it here and there. I have a favorite team. Shout out to the Atlanta Falcons. We're doing horrible this year, but it is what it is. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about a situation that had to, that has something to do with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if you've been living under a rock, uh, you may not not have heard that Kareem Hunt, who was the Kansas City Chiefs uh, starting running back, uh, he was released from the team um, because he I get uh, a video surfaced um, with him allegedly putting his hands on a woman. Um, I want to start off by saying once again, and, and disclaimer, these are very touchy subjects. I get it, man. But on an open-minded podcast, I'm not going to stray away from anything. That's just who I am. Um, it's in the description of, of my channel here on the uh, Anchor app. And uh, on the Apple Podcast and every other platform that I have, my podcast, I want to shout out to uh, Pocket Cast and the Anchor app, everybody, man, that uh, distributes my content. I truly appreciate you guys. Um, but I want to talk about the situation because I think it's very, very touchy. Once again, I want to, another disclaimer, this is very touchy issue. And I want to say, allegedly, these are stories that are swir- circling around social media and the internet. Nobody truly knows the truth. Um, but... Allegedly, the story is, I guess, I guess Kareem Hunt, who was the Kansas City Chiefs running back or what was uh, he? He was in a hotel, I believe. I guess he had some words with with a lady. Um, I believe that the individual, the lady was a Caucasian lady. Uh, they had some words exchanged and I guess uh, tempers flared. Uh, heated words uh, went went back and forth. Um, and then in the video, which I did see, uh, the woman walks up to Kareem Hunt um, and proceeds to put her hands in his face and things of that nature and say some derogatory words, uh, according to the stories on, on the Internet, um, including using the N-word, um, which is extremely disrespectful on so many levels. Um, and then uh, as a result, Kareem Hunt puts his hands on her, pushes her out the way. Um, and then I guess people restrain it too and things of that nature. Now, within the video also, I didn't respect how Kareem Hunt, after he pushed her like out of his face, after she did invade his face, he pushed her back and then he tried to rush her. Like, come on, man. I understand that you you feel like she disrespected you, the things that she may have said, y'all going back and forth. I get that. But don't but but don't proceed to let your anger rage and then you try to rush a woman. That's weak, bro. Like I understand that she might have said some stuff that you didn't agree with, and it was rude or not in that regard. But nothing, nothing that anybody should say should make you get rage enough to, in order to lunge at them and try to and try to physically engage in them. But especially not a woman. As a man, to be a football player, to be lifting weights all the time, you're a big guy. Come on, man, that's disrespectful. I know the same situation kind of kind of sparked. Uh, it was it was a couple it was a couple years ago with Ray Rice, who was the um, Baltimore Ravens running back. And he allegedly punched his girlfriend. It was video of that too. Allegedly, I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody. But in the video I saw, it was in the elevator. He punched her, and he tried to drag her out of the elevator. It was a whole big thing. And I just don't understand when these guys, man, who get all their physical issues and, and frustration out on the field weekly and daily when they practice, and you're trying to be physical with the women, man. I don't get that. I don't understand that at all, man. You got to be stronger as a, as as a man and be able to restrain yourself. True strength is to restrain that strength, not to let it loose and, and to and to use it to get your way in any situation you're in. That's corny to me. I don't respect it at all. Now, with that being stated, women, this, this is how I feel. I don't think that you should be able to just lunge and talk crazy to a man, get in his face, invade his face, disrespect him, um, go at his manhood, say whatever you want, and feel like a man shouldn't be able to 
remove you from the situation. Now, I think there's a huge difference in removing somebody from the situation and putting your hands on them. Now, I feel like when he pushed her away initially, I didn't have a problem with that, to be honest. I feel like she needs to understand that she does, just because she's a woman doesn't mean that she can do whatever she wants to a man because she knows that it's not right for a man to hit her. That's true, but you can't... It, to provoke is also an issue. And then I don't respect how she was provoking him, getting in his face, kind of kind of inviting him to hit her, which is which is which is wrong, man. Obviously, a man should have restraint, like I said before, and not put his hands on a woman. But with that being stated, you shouldn't be able to lunge at a man, get in his face, talk crazy, and feel like everything is gonna be okay. That's why I feel like she she has some blame in this as well. Um, but once again, man, as a man, you have to restrain yourself. You have to understand that I'm more physically innate than she is, and I don't want to disrespect her. So let me restrain myself and remove myself from the situation, especially with, with you being a public figure, man. You're on the team who's doing very well in the NFL right now. All eyes are on you, and anything you do will will cause an issue if it's in a negative connotation. So you got to do better at that in that regard. You got to understand your, your surroundings and understand uh, your your social influence. You know what I mean? So he has to do better in that regard. Uh, so all in all, the whole situation as a whole, man, I, I like I said, I encourage men to not get in situations like that where you feel like you have to physically hurt a woman at all because that's wrong. I was raised to never put my hands on a woman at all. Uh, and then also at the same time, I, I, I also encourage women to not... Not egg the situation on. Not, not, not like I said, physically invite a man to hit you and then play the victim afterwards. I don't like either sides of it. I feel like both parties could have handled it a lot better. Um, and I really hope the best for him in the end, for sure. Once again, this is this is this is all allegedly based on the the only thing we know for sure is that the video came out, but we don't know exactly what was said, what was done. So, like I said, I pray for nothing but the best for both of them in, in regards. But with that being stated, man, I just don't like the way the NFL handles things. And I think that's maybe why I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, the video, like, initially, based on the timeline that I received the information, initially, the story surfaced, uh, you know, about Kareem Hunt putting his hands on the woman and things of that nature. But he wasn't released. But then, once the video surfaced, I guess the Kansas City Chiefs said that Kareem Hunt didn't tell the truth about the situation and, and withheld information, but I don't think that's true. What I believe is true is, and once again, this is just my opinion, what I believe is true is that the, the situation came up as far as words and things like that, and, and, the, and the story came up as a whole, and Kansas City was kind of standing by him, but as soon as the, the, the video came out and then people start talking about it, in order to save face, Kansas City did what did the safe thing and just remove the quote-unquote cancer, which is Kareem Hunt from uh, their organization. So they released it. And I just think that that's crazy, man. You got to figure out everything before you make the ultimate uh, decision. Hold a press conference. Tell what the steps you're taking in order to to resolve and rectify the uh, situation. Don't just, oh, shoot, there's a video out there. This looks bad on us. We're going to release it. That's, that's weak, man. I think that that's a coward way out. And that, I think that shows as a whole, not just the NFL, but big corporations as a whole, it shows that they're not really there for their employees, man. They're there for the employees when the employees are doing for them. But as soon as there's a situation where the employee needs the big corporation to back them, um, I definitely think that big corporations shy away from that in order to save face and look good in the public. And obviously it doesn't hurt that that the individual is a black man and fits the stereotype of a thug and things of that nature, which is extremely corny in that regard. But you can't say that that, that doesn't play a, poor, a part because there was a situation in the NFL with Ben Roethlisberger, quote unquote, this is allegedly where they said that he, I believe, had a situation with the woman and, and some sexual things happened and things of that nature and nothing happened to him. He's still the starting quarterback for the, uh, uh, the Steelers. So obviously... I believe that race plays a huge part in this situation because, like I said, with the Ray Rice situation, they was quick to release him. Kareem Hunt, quick to release him. But the situation happens with Ben Wappensberg and nothing happened. So I just, once again, man, it's, it's sad the way the society handles things. Uh, but as a whole, man, we just have to, to keep encouraging each other, not believing what we all see and hear on on, uh, on social media. But after we get the facts, then make your uh, conscious decision and choose a side. But before that, man understand that things happen um and nobody's perfect you know what i mean and i just encourage people to like i said read the facts read all the articles 
get all the visuals that you can before making a harsh decision, in which I don't agree that uh, Kansas City did. Um, and I feel like in, ret- in, in, in return, um, I think somebody's going to pick up Kareem Hunt and I think he's going to make uh, Kansas City pay for the decision they made. So once again, I can't wait to see how it happens, but I'm just praying for everybody in the situation as a whole. Uh, but that's just my take on it. Um, so those are my two weekly rants. Um, like I said, the, the show's not going to be too long this week. Uh, but I wanted to also talk about some music. Um, the boy Trey songs dropped two mixtapes. Uh, one was called 11. The other one was called 28. I believe that those 11, 28 is his birthday. So I think that's why he dropped the two, uh, the two mixtapes, um, in that regard. I mean, I got some mixed vibes about it. Um, all in all, I don't think that there are two projects that are, that is heat by any means. Um, let, let, let one of my friends, uh, tell it Trey songs is the best thing smoking, on earth uh but i don't agree um a couple of the songs on the on the 28 part of the mixtape which is spark beat featuring jacques i think that's heat um he has uh top 10 featuring jeremiah rotation featuring uh, dave east um don't say shit uh featuring uh chris brown um body high featuring swaley so he has some potential um collabs on there and features that that kind of kind of spells out that it could be fire but I just think that if you listen to the content, it's just not my cup of tea. I wasn't feeling it. Like I said, I think Spark featuring uh, Jacquees was heat. Uh, he got a song called Lay Your Head on there. It's heat. Um, and he has this other song called Shooting Shots uh, featuring Tory Lanez and um, Ty Dolla Sign. Heat. So I'm not going to say that he don't got no heat on there. But all in all, man, to put, I believe it's uh, so on the on the 28 side of the mixtape, uh, he has 10 songs. Um, and then on, let me see, the 11th one, um, as a whole, he has uh, 10 songs. So all in all, it's 20 songs. I like three of them. Um, so I'm giving it, honestly, a D minus, borderline F. Uh, like I said, the three songs that I enjoy is he, but the other ones, man, yeah, I think I think he missed the mark. I kind of think that the Trey song era is over now. Um, I really do. Um, I think... All in all, you know what I'm saying? He 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 did make some timeless songs. Um uh Yo Side of the Bed, Panty Dropper, uh We Can't Be Friends, Bottoms Up, Say Ah. He has some timeless hits. I give him that. And I think he'll be able to perform those and make nice money in concert and tours for a good while until he decides to retire. But all in all that Trey songs and all, with all that stuff, that's <laughs> That's dead, man. I think it's over for the singing and the way he sings and and the content. So it's cool, you feel me, to make, you know what I'm saying, love songs and stuff like that. But I kind of think we kind of have people in place to do that now. It's kind of up to date now, like my boy Jacquees. Um, so that's just my, my, my opinion on that as a whole. Um, I think social media as a whole has been kind of buzzing about this Meek Mill album championships. Um, I don't think it's a bad album by any means, but I, I, I think it's kind of overhyped. Um, I think the What's Free uh, featuring Rick Ross and Jay-Z, that, that is heat. Um, I think Respect the Game is heat. Me and my homie was listening to it on the way uh, from watching the uh, the fight, uh, the Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder fight. So we, so we was banging it. That going bad featuring Drake is heat. Um, but, I mean, you know, all in all, I mean, he got about 20 songs or 19 songs in there. Dangerous is nice featuring Jeremiah. Um, and, and I think PNB Rock, I believe, was on there. Uh, so all in all, I mean, he got some heat, uh, 24-7 with LMA. So yeah, man, I give the album about a solid C plus B, but I'm gonna be honest, man. If, I, if I'm not a fan of you, I'm not going to give you no crazy rating. Um, I think all in all, it, it's, it's cool. It's not a bad album at all. Um, but I think that it is kind of overhyped. I think people that are, that are meek, uh, stands are, are, are just gaga all over it. I do like the fact that him and Drake did make up though. And now they're putting our music together. Um, I like that about it, and I'm and, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, they they've made bangers before, like uh, Amen. They made a song called Amen with them too, and uh, Jeremiah was on there. They made a song called Rico, which is definitely heat as well on Meek's last album, I believe. Um, and I was on uh, Dreams Worth More Than uh, Money uh, Meek's album, so I am glad to see them back together, man. I think Chris Brown and uh, Drizzy is, is cool now, so I want to see some tron- songs from them too. Um, but all in all, like I said, I'd probably give the album maybe maybe a C plus. Um, so as far as music, that's what I've been listening to. Um, I also want to get my opinion on the like I said, the Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder fight really quick. So I I can understand why they called the fight a draw. Um, 
I think Tyson Fury throughout the throughout 12 rounds handled uh Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder's always looking for a knockout, and I don't think Tyson Fury allowed that with with his with his with his head jerks and movements and things like that. I kind of think that he he made uh, Wilder kind of you know play on on his heels uh, the majority of the fight. Um, I do think what saved Wilder obviously was those two knockdowns, uh, but I do think Fury uh, controlled the fight the majority of it. But I think in in the ninth round, Fury got knocked down, and then in the twelfth round, he got knocked down. I was really surprised he got up after after that twelfth round knockout. Uh, because his eyes, man, was rolling in the back and saying he was dazed. Uh, but he did get up, you know what I mean? So I definitely respect it in that regard. Uh, but all in all, I think it was a good fight. Um, I'm be honest, I do agree with, with with the draw because Fury may have won the back the boxing match, but you can't get knocked down twice um, and not knock down your um, opponent and uh, win the fight, in my opinion. So I can't wait to see them fight again. I really want to see Wilder and Joshua and Anthony Joshua fight. I kind of think that. With them two uh, drawing, I think that you got to see the uh, matchup with them two again uh, before you see the uh, Wilder and uh, Joshua fight, unfortunately. Uh, but I look forward to it. But that's just my take on it as a whole. Um, as far as shows go this week, man, I've been watching a lot of Drake and Josh. I'm going to be honest. I think that's a classic show. I've uh, been, been, uh, been, been watching that a lot. I've uh, been watching Grownish for first season, man. Phenomenal show. Second season's coming out January 2nd, I believe. That's a Wednesday, so I'm definitely tuning into that. Um, so that's kind of what I've been doing as far as shows watch. Not nothing too sporadic or huge. Just kind of being basic in that regard. Um, but uh, that's kind of it, man, to be honest. Like I said, I didn't want to make the show too long. It's going on about 20 minutes now, but I just definitely wanted to bring you guys some content. Um Big shout out to the Anchor app, man. I love what they're doing as far as the sponsorships now, man. Basically, you can activate sponsorships on all of your episodes. And every time your, your episodes gets played, um, and then the, the sponsor uh, get, gets played on your uh, episode, it, it, it allows those who are creating podcasts such as myself to make a little bit of revenue, man. So please tune in, man, to all of my, pod- to all of my podcasts, re-watch some shows, uh, because I have the, the sponsors um, activated on every episode. It's cool as well that I love um, that the Anchor app allows you to make your own ad. It's not like a pre-recorded ad that somebody else did and they just throw into your episode. Now they allow you to uh, record the ad and they allow you to put your spin on the um, initial script and just kind of let you freeball it. I, I think that's phenomenal. I love it. Um, and and hopefully, man, anybody listening to this. Please, man, if you want, if you want some, if, if you want to sponsor my episode, put, you know what I'm saying, hit me up, uh, let the Anchor app know that you want to sponsor me, they'll let me know, uh, I'll put together a smooth ad, um, and then you'll hear it on all of my uh, episodes, man, so I, re- I recorded two uh, sponsors uh, today, um, shout out to the Pocket Cast and the Anchor app, they allowed me to do it, so I definitely appreciate it, um, so be on the look at those on all of my podcast episodes from now on. Um, I definitely appreciate them, man, for uh, sponsoring my episode. It means a lot. Um, and I think that this is only the beginning, man. I think this is kind of encouraging me and urging me to put even more effort into my, my podcast and my channel as a whole. So big shout out to the Anchor app. Big shout out, big shout out to Pocket Cast, man. Both of them sponsoring me. I truly appreciate it. And, 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 and it's all love for sure. Um, but obviously, I want to end with the prayer as always. Lord, Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Uh, for giving me this opportunity, man, to just continue to, to, to further the open-minded movement. Um, I love all of my listeners and just continue to bless them individually as well as collectively and just continue to let your love and your presence and your will be felt in all of our lives and help us, Lord, to get better at service for the youth, Lord. In your name of Jesus Christ, we pray. I appreciate y'all, man. I truly do. This is episode 31 of the Open Minded Podcast. It's all love, man. I appreciate all of my listeners. Keep rewatching and watching, man. I got those sponsors on there. Check those out as well, man. Um, and any other body, man, that wants to sponsor me, please do. Uh, I love y'all. And above all, stay open minded. Love. <laughs>